What a play by Tony Walter. Ian Desmond with his 15. Check swing roller. Check swing roller. That was a rocket ship taking off. This ball is long gone. Holbrook, Blackman, we're tied. Tulowitzki. Hey guys, it's your host Jenna Garcia here with another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. What up with the Rockies? Seriously, this has been a no fun time to be to be a fan of the Rockies and um, it's starting to remind me a lot of a regular June. <laughs> Technically, actually, if you think about it, the Rockies would be around June if you add the 2.7 you know each game is actually 2.7 games and you multiply that you would be about in June so the Rockies are performing exactly as they always do during the June time right they're on a three-game losing streak and that's only because they barely won one against Texas otherwise they would be on a six-game seven-game losing streak it's super annoying, too, the fact that they lost so badly to Texas, and then Texas goes on to be whooped, like hardcore whooped by the Padres. <laughs> um, and the Padres are right on the Rockies' tail at this point, right? The Padres and the Rockies are tied in the standings. Um, they have the same run differential, tied in run differential or whatever, at 14. Well, I guess San Diego's at plus 13. Rockies are at plus 14, but... That's probably just because of, um, well, one more run, right? Uh, it just is so unimportant when you look at the Dodgers, who are at a plus 61, one, plus 61 run. Try saying that fast. Plus 61 run differential. <laughs> um, even though the Dodgers did lose uh, yesterday, no big deal, right? They're still in first place by a lot. Uh, I think the Dodgers are pretty much, and I, and I mean, I think everyone thought this at the beginning of the season, right? Or before the season even started. The Dodgers want this World Series. They don't give a crap whether it's over <laughs> 60 games or it's over a full game, a full season. The Dodgers want a World Series. They've been to the World Series a lot in the past few years. They want to win a World Series. They don't care if this is the season they have to do it in. And and they're a good team. They've been a good team. We knew they were going to be a good team. Um, they have a pitcher's ballpark, and they have great pitchers. And that's really, it gets them far in life. <laughs> and the Rockies have a batter's ballpark, and it's a really hard to pitch at Coors Field. And while I do think that the Rockies have good pitchers, they are still pretty young, and they're struggling. And that, not to mention that they... They have had to incorporate some of their younger, younger pitchers, some of those guys who have still been in AAA for most of their career, into this season just because of lack of pitching arms. Um, Kinley, Ashton Godot ends up um, participating, right? He ends up uh, participating. He comes to the show. He, he gets his first outing in the major leagues last night, and Boy, did he get rocked. Holy crap. Godot is a good pitcher. If you've been watching Godot and you've been paying attention to Rocky's prospects, ooh, 
You know he's a good pitcher. You know he's got good stuff. And I'm glad that they have called him up. They put him in a crappy situation for his first uh, appearance in the major leagues, right? They were down by a lot. There's, um, it, it was a rough, it was, it was a rough time to come into the game. They're already down, gosh, they end up losing 16, uh, 13 to six, which looks better than it was. Cause most of the game, they only had one run until the eighth inning when they got a couple extra runs. And then the ninth, they got three more runs, but really, really, they tried to rally at the end there, but it was, it was bad. It was bad. They got rocked. Castellani got rocked to, to start the game. And it wasn't really because of his necessarily like making major mistakes but he is a rookie and he put some really soft pitching that pitches out there some pitches that he, any veteran guy could hit and the Astros capitalized on it and then of course you had Godot come in in a really tough situation where they were down let me see here they were down was it 10-1 at the time when Godot came in so not really fun for his first outing in the major leagues. And while he did immediately give up two singles, um, he was likely nervous, like anybody who's going to pitch for their first time in the major leagues. And it was kind of a no-win situation for him. So I was bummed for him just for the fact that that was when he came into the game. But he's going to have a better outing next time, and, he, and hopefully it'll be in a better situation. The Rockies offense, man, where'd it go? Right, David Dahl out with a back injury or lower back soreness. Um, I would guess that he has some sort of back injury, which is a bummer because David Dahl was the guy I was looking forward to the most this season just to see what he could really do. He put together an all-star season last year, and uh, I thought, well, a shortened season maybe will help him out because he is injury-prone. That's the worst The worst thing that, like... Uh, attacks David Dahl or the thing that kind of is his biggest weakness is his own body breaks down on him a lot. He has a lot of injuries and it's super unfortunate because he's a really talented player and I I was really excited to see what he could do just in general at the plate this season but um, I had pointed out in the last pod that he's kind of had some days off from center field. He hasn't really played very much center field uh, he had a few days where he wasn't in the lineup at all, and I was kind of wondering if there was some sort of injury, but didn't want to go ahead and say that. Um, next time I'll just say it because I was right. Just like next time I'll say the Jazz are going to win game two because I thought the Jazz would win game two anyways. <laughs> other other sport. Um, that being said, the Rockies really are in a bit of a slump right now, really struggling offensively right now. And the Padres are the exact opposite. Man, they have all the offense you could ask for. Fernando Tatis Jr. hitting a grand slam. Um, Machado hitting a grand slam. Uh, they had another grand slam during this week. So they just really, really are swinging the bat well. And they did it against Texas, who the Rangers, who the Rockies just lost to. So that was even more annoying. Today's episode is sponsored by SportsBetting.com. Enter the free $1 million Pick'em contest by visiting SportsBetting.com backslash LockedOnRockies. That's SportsBetting.com backslash LockedOnRockies 
for a chance to win $1 million. If you're in Colorado, $1 million is up for grabs in the sportsbetting.com Pro Football Pick'em Contest. Entry is 100% free. I can confirm there are no strings attached because I've entered the contest myself. All you have to do is make 16 picks against the spread and 16 over-under picks for the NFL Week 1 games. If all your picks are correct, you'll walk away with $1 million. And check this out. If no one wins the $1 million grand prize, sportsbetting.com is guaranteeing a $10,000 prize pool to the top five winners with first place getting $5,000 cash. Enter the $1 million contest by visiting sportsbetting.com backslash LockedOnRockies. That's sportsbetting.com backslash LockedOnRockies. So I want to talk a little bit about the whole Tatis getting crap for hitting a Grand Slam on a 3-0 count um, while the team was up a lot, right? These unwritten rules of baseball, which, by the way, just so heads up, it's a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of crap. The unwritten rules of baseball basically are these really, really, really old rules. Let me t- <laughs> you You guys are going to get it. Hold on. Really, really old rules written by really, really, really old people who aren't alive anymore, right? And enforced by really, really old people who, the orig- who were the original people allowed to play baseball. Let's just be real. Let's call it what it is. Really, really old white guys. That's who was allowed to play baseball when the unwritten rules were first put in place. And the game... And our society and our country has changed quite a bit since those really old unwritten rules were put put into place. And everyone um, will always say, well, you got to play the game of baseball right the right way, you know, and these guys don't play it the right way. They said that about Jackie Robinson. Just telling you, they said that about him way back then. And that was straight racism. Like the only thing I ever honestly think about whenever I hear about somebody being pissed about an unwritten rule is oppression. That's what they always have felt to like. Like, um, don't don't be excited that you hit a really great and awesome home run. Like, don't don't be don't admire your own home run. Don't don't gloat about it. Why not? Well, that's because you're making the other guy look bad. Okay. Well, maybe he is bad. Maybe he did make a mistake. Why are we so afraid in our like? In this baseball community, why is the baseball community so afraid of admitting that we're not perfect? Like, everyone knows. That's a pretty common thing. Everyone is aware that no one's perfect. I'm pretty sure everyone's aware of that. And pitching is the one of the hardest things to do. So, of course, it's going to... There's going to be moments where you make mistakes. Of course, there's going to be moments when you get rocked. Like, it just seems like kind of a stupid thing to be get hung up on. Well, I don't like that 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 guy bragged that he he knocked it out of the park on my pitch. Well, did he? So pitch better. I don't I don't know. Like don't don't throw that pitch at him uh, again, you know? Don't throw him a fastball down the middle. Maybe maybe think of that. I just I genuinely don't know how else to put it. Like I don't get it. It just sounds like oppression to me. Every single one of the unwritten rules. Bat flips, they're disrespectful. Why? Why are they disrespectful? And who is it usually that is flipping the bat? Tim Anderson? 
Jose Batista, it always seems to be the Latino players, the black players, who get this stuff more often than not. Because they're more willing to, that's just how they play the game, right? Gloating in, like, I can only speak to my country, which is, I, I grew up half and half, right? Half the time in the U.S., half the time in Mexico. So I don't, and when I say my country, I usually mean North America, but I'll talk about Mexico. In general, in Mexico, there's a lot of like joking, teasing, mess, like picking on or messing around with people, especially in competition. There's plenty of like trash talk in competition. And it's genuinely just about like being funny. It's, it's about who can be the funniest, who can kind of get in your head. It's part of the game. It's part of regular, like, just interaction with people. Um, I don't get it. I don't get why a bat flip would be bad. Like, it. I don't even know what to say. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'm sure the first bat flip happened when somebody just tossed their bat casually and liked how it looked and then other people thought, well, I'm going to toss it casually. Like, that was no big deal. I knocked it out of the park, whatever. And it was so easy. And basically, we're promoting within baseball some sort of concept that, like, grown men can't handle failure. When when pitchers and batters, for that matter, hand, like deal with some of the most failure. Baseball is a sport where you have almost more failure than you do have success. So... I, for people to be mad when, and, and not be able to get over the fact that they had failure, it's just like a nasty cycle. If you ask me a really unhealthy cycle too. bunch of rules that were put in place by a bunch of old white guys who then said when they integrated leagues way back when, which is just ironic, right? We're celebrating the hundred years of the Negro league on Sunday, but then we're going to be pissed at Fernando Tatis Jr. for taking hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch when they're up by a lot a few days later? Do you not see the hypocrisy? Do we not see how ridiculously stupid that that is? Like, it's just dumb. And baseball just hates itself. Like, anything fun, we're just going to say, oh, no, 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 no. That's against the, the unwritten rules. We're old and grouch, grouchy and crotchety. That's basically what baseball is saying. Like, I firmly believe we should walk away from the unwritten rules, which is why I have stood against pitchers pegging uh, batters after, you know, after a bat flip or after something happens like that. Um, I, I'm not... A, a believer in that. I don't think that that's like retaliation, not healthy. Why are, why are we okay with telling uh, people like Jose Baptista, Hey, you know, careful Cam Newton, don't celebrate too much when you did something good. Kids are watching your beat, you're gloating. Okay. Well, kids are watching when the pitcher hits Manny Machado or tries to hit Manny Machado after somebody hit, uh, after Fernando Tatis Jr. hits his grand slam, right? Kids are watching. What does that message say? retaliate when you don't like something that someone did to you, even if they did it the right way and, and call it the wrong way because it fits your narrative. It's just freaking annoying. I'm, I'm like, I'm so over. If that's what baseball is, then I'm over baseball for real. If that's what baseball is going to be, I'm over baseball. And if you don't think that there's racism still happening in the game of baseball, then you're wrong because these unwritten rules usually apply a lot more to players of color. 
and are usually said a lot more often to players of color. Just saying, right? On top of it, the whole, the managers being pissed at Fernando Tatis, his own manager being pissed at him, that was such bullshit. Like, straight up. Both managers deserve to be, like, what is, what is going on? Your, your star player just improved your lead, right? Did what he was supposed to do, which is score runs to win the game, and we're going to throw him under the bus and talk shit about him? No. Mm-mm. Tatis playing for that for for the Padres manager, you don't think that that's going to cause friction moving forward? You don't think that that is going to cause when Tatis becomes the star who he is in the making of right now? I'm not saying that he's not a star right now because he really already is the face of baseball, but he is going to come into his own and be even a bigger star, and he's going to have a riff with that manager. And if he doesn't, well, good for him. He just out there to play, right? Let the boys play. But that can cause problems. Your manager shouldn't do that crap. That's messed up. That's What parent, after their kid hits a grand slam, criticizes their kid to, to the rest of the family? No one. Like, I get it. They, he's not his parent. He's his coach. And maybe he's mad because he didn't follow his rule. But he did it. He did better I don't I don't understand this is the kind of stuff that in baseball like I genuinely I can't get on board with because it just feels like oppression why would you oppress Tatis Tatis's bat why holding it back right I don't know and don't ask because I don't want to hear it that's gonna do it for me on today's episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast on your Locked on Podcast Network 